Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Riz, here with the super producer, Ez McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Rob? How you doing, man? I'm doing, man. How about yourself? I am... Um, I'm doing okay. Now, well, let, let's just get it out there, Ez. I mean, you I'm know... okay. Even though you're here, you guys are hearing this on a Thursday, we are taping on a Sunday. And so because... So, you know, forgive us if there's something happened on Tuesday and Wednesday that we didn't talk about. So we'll catch you next time. But because we're taping on a Sunday... We caught as in his emotions. I thought about him a lot, guys, today. I think about him often, but I really thought about him today because the Bears were up 20, was it 21-7 as? Or was 21, it 28-7? 20, 21, 21-7, yeah. Yeah, yeah. At the half, I watched the first half. Got, you know, shout out to my pastor, Pastor Charlie, Progressive Every Church. He even said, hey, man, let's pay for the Bears. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, looking good, but we still going to watch. We watched... Up twenty one seven, I think the chipmunks ass uh, ran some air. I said, "Hey guys, guess what? Ice cream on dad. Let's go have some fun." I get home and see that the Bears ass lost thirty one. That it thirty one twenty eight one twenty eight. Yeah, to literally a horrible Denver Broncos team. So as I I know you got your pie later this week, but I'll, I'll let you at least you know dust off some of you know warm up some of your takes. This guy on the easy pie. So go ahead, man. Floor is yours. Well, uh, uh. <laughs> Coaching. Coaching is very important yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, just look at the stats. Justin Fields, 28 of 35, 335 yards passing, four touchdowns. He had an interception. Almost, Quarterback yeah. rating of 132.7. Jeez. Khalil Herbert, running back, 18 carries, 103 yards rushing. He averaged 5.7 yards a carry. That is outstanding. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ Moore, eight catches, 131 yards receiving, averaging 16.4 yards per reception, one touchdown. You hear those statistics, you should win that football game. Mm-hmm. You should. And you had the chance to win it. But coaches make stupid mistakes. And on fourth yeah. and one, with 2.57 to go, you're at the 18-yard line. You're tied at 28. You kick the field goal. You don't go for it on fourth on, on at, at that particular time on fourth down. In the last two years, your offense has not given you enough confidence to make that call to go for it mm-hmm. on fourth down. Mm-hmm. So you should give it to the person that's been – probably the only person that's been consistent uh, throughout this this 14-game losing streak that the Bears are on. That, that's right, 14 games. Cairo Santos, your kicker. Let him kick the field goal. You're up 31-28. Then give it to your defense. Instead, you go for the fourth and one. You get stopped. Russell Wilson and the Broncos drive downfield, kick a field goal. Now, you did have plenty of time to to get downfield and either kick a field goal or, or score a game-winning touchdown, but that's not the point. <laughs> you need to, you know, do yourself a favor and 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 get in the lead before you before you take that step. So, 
coaching. It's too important. He, he, Matt Eberflus probably needs to be gone tomorrow. It's not going to happen, but tomorrow, in my opinion, just my yeah. opinion. So yeah, we so, we so we get to high. roll roll another week. Well, at least it's not a full week. It's only half okay. a week because because uh, the Bears play. They play the the Commanders, the Washington Commanders. Hey man, uh, they don't. They not too shabby. They 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 yeah, uh, yeah they, they've been in some games, man. They uh they had a rough week last week, but today they uh they played the Eagles tough, got to overtime and lost to the Eagles in overtime. So it's not gonna be a it's not gonna be a gimme, but uh, at least we get to at least try to forget about this Denver loss. Yeah. Uh, well, well, as like I said, Thursday, so, I, yeah. I, I, I thought about you. I was like, man, as ain't gonna want to record tonight, or, or it's like this gonna be. Welcome no. to the Super Duper Sports Pod featuring uh, uh, Ezra Ezra McMahon. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good because you know what, man. My my cousin texted me at one fifty four. I'm looking at it right mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. He texted me at one fifty four, and he said, uh, "Are the Broncos really this bad?" And my response was, they must be, but it's not over yet. Yes, and that's when the Bears were up 28. I think they were up 28-14 at that point. Maybe 28-7. It may have been 28-7. See, I, I tell you, it's, it's my fault, man, because I left. I'm sorry, <laughs> Chicago. It's like I trusted the Bears. I just – I was like, you know, it's cool. I Like, I didn't check the score. I let the kids – yeah, they got a playlist called Chipmunk City. I let the kids listen to Chipmunk City. Like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, you know, it's boring game. Russell Wilson is he's trash, and you know, they're gonna lose. I'm telling you, I'm looking at these clips like, why are there 34 clips? This game should have been over. And yeah. I checked the score. I was like, no, wait a minute. No, I was like, no, you gotta be kidding me, man. So that's that. But thank you for checking out the as I'm thank you for the feel better. No, no worries, no worries. So you listen, listen, make sure you check out the Easy Smoker GM podcast. Uh, you can find that whatever you eat your podcast. And again, make sure you follow us on our socials and Instagram and uh threads. I don't think people are using threads, but whatever. We're, we're there at Super Duper Pod, S U P A D U P A. Hey, hey, hey. I, my my uh, jail number is like at seven million, whatever it is. Uh at Super Duper Pod, S U P A D U P A. P-O-D. As is me and you today. Well, actually, one quick note for you guys. We are going to be off next week, so our next episode will return uh, October 19th. So make sure you, if you are new to the uh, to the SDP, take that week to kind of go back on some pie, get us some of my jokes, check out some of our inside jokes. You caught up to speed because we don't give a glossary. You just got to stay on and help you catch on. So make sure, uh, again, so next week, There'll be no new episode. We'll come back to you guys, God willing, uh, October 19th. That sound good, Ash? Yeah, that's good. That's perfect. So, so, so again, on this special sun, you know, we record on the Sunday. Uh, so, again, if we miss anything, forgive us. We have stuff to do. So, want to get right to it, Ash. So, so, keep kind of, it's probably a bit more sports-heavy pod because it's more information for anybody else. So, as you know, the Liberty is a WNBA thing. I don't, know if, I don't know if I told you. I was in a meeting once, and they were talking about how uh, – you know, women's sports, people don't like women's sports, yada, yada, yada. Men don't support women's sports. Mm-hmm. And, and but but then the women in the room were saying how they ain't on no teams. They were like, yeah, WNBA, it's not even on TV. And I looked around like, uh, uh yes, it is. It's on twice a week. It's <laughs> so, on TV uh, for 30, for 30 it's years. It's on TV for a very long time, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, well, not that long. Wait, 20. No, but look, but, but there's a significant presence of, on TV. And, and yeah, what absolutely. I think, and I think people, 
I actually watched the WNBA. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna be like I'm a super fan or something like that, but like I I check out a game, I pay attention to what's happening. This has been a very like big year. Like in the NBA, a lot of times, you know, the top two teams you hope to see in the finals, it, you never see them. Like outside of like those Cleveland Golden State years, right? It was like Bron and then the, the new upstart Warriors. Like that was must see TV. That was, you know, but this year they got super teams in the WNBA, the New York Liberty. Their first time in the WNBA finals since 2005, I guess. And for the Las Vegas Aces, I believe they won last year, right? They won the championship last year. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Right. So, excuse me, they're meeting the finals. That starts in a few days. I think that's a pretty big deal, man. So, you know, I know y'all not big baseball fans because y'all been watching it all year. As he's worked the games, he see y'all not there. Nope. <laughs> so, you might as well check out the W. NBA, get these big super teams, you know what I'm saying? Candace Parker, shout out to Candace Parker. She's on the Aces. Sabrina Sabrina Ionescu, who uh set an all NBA, like an all-star weekend record and for most consecutive threes. I mean, this is like some real stuff, some real good players. So I encourage you guys, check out the WNBA finals. It's gonna go fast because it's, it's like five games. It's best out of five. So they like the NBA where it's like they stretch it out for two months. This this will be over in about a week and a half. But so you know, make sure you're paying attention and checking it out, man. So again, you got you can front like you've been watching WNBA this entire time. Uh, but shout out to you, make sure you give the SDP a shout out for making sure that you're aware that this is happening because it's on TV, ABC, ESPN, all that fun stuff. So, you know, make sure you check it out. Edge, you got a team, you got one team pulling for. <laughs> No, put you on this, put you on this. Hey, love your honesty, brother. Got you. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Appreciate no, that, not man. Really. Not really. I did. I went, I went to a game this year, though. Yeah, I went to see the. Uh, I I saw the Sky play. Who did they play? Uh, they played Washington. Mm. I remember uh, because Elena Deladon Deladon put it on them. Put man, it on she, the Sky. I wish she would stay, but I guess she has some issues with management. I had to get up out the paint. I feel like every superstar has issues with Sky management. It feels like that. It's weird. And I mean, yeah. I've, I've met the Sky owner before. But, you yeah. know, it's fine. But I seem like a nice guy. I don't know what's happening yeah, there. But, yeah, yeah so everybody leaves. I guess Candace Parker and the championship was like, thanks. Thanks she, a lot. Like, Candace Parker was saying she wanted to, to to finish her career in Chicago, you know, coming home. And then they had won a title and was like, oh, I'm out of here. See you later. Hey, man. Hey, man. Real talk. LeBron said the same thing about Cleveland. They just be saying, as my mother says, people just be saying stuff. <laughs> that's a, that's my favorite line from her. People just be saying stuff. You, you never know what they really mean, man. Uh, but she, hey, you figure, because they weren't even supposed to win that year, the Sky, that they played. And it's out of nowhere they were winning. I mean, they were, they were like uh, like one of the lower seeds and then just look, looked up and they were winning the, the, winning the championship. It was crazy. Uh, but then the teams are falling apart, and then she got this opportunity to play in Vegas, and here she is back in the finals. So I think she's won a championship with the Sparks, with the Sky, and we'll see if she wins one with the Aces. So, again, yeah. as you check out your TV, guys, for sure. Uh, one more, well, catch a couple more sports things. So, you know, shout out to CKB. She said this, this is going to be sporting. It's more informational, guys. Again, so you can brag in your locker rooms, give the wrong stats, all that kind of stuff. Um. So as you probably have heard all around the world is that Taylor Swift went to a football game, right? I'm sure we may yeah. have mentioned this last pod. And, and you know, Taylor Swift is probably, is, I, I have to be very careful how I say this, right? Because I've never been to Taylor Swift concert. I probably know more Taylor songs than I realized just because I hear it all over the place. 
But people talking about like her show is better than Beyonce's. Now, granted, I'm biased because I am Afro-American and my algorithm is such that I see more Beyonce stuff on my timeline than Taylor Swift concert. But I mean, the way she's selling out and this stuff is pretty wild. Oh, we talked about the movie last week. That's what it we was. We did. We did. By the way, I, I saw like, the trailer for it today. Don't want to go check the movie out? No. I didn't no. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> said I saw the trailer. <laughs> the trailer did look it looked interesting though. I tell you that. All right. So, uh, so October thirteenth. So yeah. So so last week, uh, it was supposed to do live SDP taping from um from the Taylor Swift movie. Yeah, let's go. It's not gonna happen. I'm cool. No, I'm, I'm, gonna, lose, I'm gonna lose all my fans. You know what I'm <laughs> uh, all thirty of you don't want to lose you. But no, so Taylor Swift went to the Kansas City Chiefs game. So apparently. Well, they give us the impression that she is dating one Travis Kelsey from the Kansas City Chiefs. You think well, it's real? She was at the Jets game tonight. Yeah. Chiefs Jets. Cause this movie coming out. What you think this is, man? <laughs> I just told you it's a movie coming out. So that's what yeah, that's she what was, this is about. Yeah, Sunday night football. Come on, man. Because here, check this out. I mean, it might be real love, but you know. I saw, I saw a picture of her at the at the after party and, mm-hmm. and she was sitting on Travis Kelsey's lap. Hey, got to see it through, my boy. Got oh, <laughs> to see it through. I mean, you know, it ain't real, real if it ain't happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. come on, man. I'm so but now now here's the thing. So apparently there's a Taylor Swift effect that's affecting uh, you know, apparently she's just so massive, her impact on culture. That now she's positively affecting one Travis Kelsey's career. So, as you said, she's at the Jets game today. Um, so the Swifty effect. So according to StubHub, which is a ticket resale platform, it saw a 175% jump in Chiefs Jets tickets three days after Swift appeared on the, the Chiefs game, right? So 20% of the tickets for the October first game was sold the night of Swift's appearance, right? So, I mean, you already seen these ticket prices go up. Now, Travis Kelsey, apparently his jersey jumped up to fifth, like in the league uh, of jersey sales, down from like 13th to 14th, man. You know what I'm saying? And and, and some people are buying his jersey and putting on the back Swifty, right? That's what I guess what you call Taylor Swift fans. Right. Uh, that's pretty nuts, man. It's pretty nuts. I mean, you know, I, so so I feel like it might be a stunt. But it's not a bad stunt, you know. It's not like a bad stunt. Does that make sense? It's not like a you right. It could be. A, it could be a sex tape, but it's not. Right? It's just she's just had a game. You know what I mean? Okay. And promoting NFL. So we did idea, talk about this last episode. Whose idea we? was it? Well, I think it was this. I think it was fortuitous. I'm gonna say Taylor's right because the story is Travis Kelsey on his pie with his brother, right? They he's mentioned that he went to the concert, tried to give her, I guess, a big thing, give her friendship bracelet, and he wanted to give her one her one with his phone number on it. And then he didn't get to see her because she doesn't talk after her concerts. So I guess that news just traveled and got so much buzz. Because I mean, Travis Kelsey is a popular guy, right? He's Absolutely. I mean, for the, you know, he is a very, very good, he's good, he's good at his game, and he's just a popular dude. Uh, he was in the news before for saying like his uh, he had a black girlfriend who was saying that, um. He, they split the, you did hear about this? They he had they split the bills 50-50. Like he made his NFL money. She had her regular job, but they the rumor 
was they split the bill 50 50. He said that wasn't true, but it was like that ain't true, Kelsey. Uh huh. So, you know, like you got the sisters well, splitting your they bills, weren't, they weren't married. Ezra, McC- Ezra, McC- I almost said your government name, Ezra McCann. I mean, McMahon, sorry. <laughs> so, you telling me, you telling me you date Beyonce. Well, I guess it's different for a man. We still, we still, we still, we still see it through. You're dating a woman who's a professional, whatever, mm-hmm. right? She's making quintuple times what you're making. Mm-hmm. Y'all live together, and she says, I need your half of the mortgage, my boy. We're not married yet. Hey. So now, Maybe this is double. Gotta pay my pay my own way. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so that's fair because you're a man. But flip it around, right? If do if it, if Tom Brady up and married, you uh, said married. No, no, no. It's fair. If Tom Brady was dating a woman, let's date. So let's make it her. You know, who y'all know I got a crush on. Now she got money. We need somebody who like ain't got money like. That. Anyway, if Tom Brady was dating a woman and they living together, and you know she got a regular job, and it was found out that when they go on dinners they switch the bill, that does not sound crazy to you. You yeah, say that? that that's come on, come on, man. There's no way. What? It's what? Was, they were splitting. The, they was going. Uh, they were splitting the bills at, again. At, not at Kel- Kelsey said. Kelsey said this was all a farce. He was like, this is not true. But the rumors kept coming up. So, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, but I, I think um, they saw that news story blow up. And then Taylor Swift people got wind of it and was like, hey, we got this NFL player, this buzz. You know, let's, it probably let's go out and maybe probably presented him like with an opportunity because this, this just heightened, this just impacts his career positively as well. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, yeah. She's attractive. You know what I'm saying? She is she popular. She's the it girl. And but you know, it's weird. Like I said, but my George says all the time, rest in peace, the right time. Uh, the whole two Americas, right? Because to us, the biggest show in America is the Renaissance tour, right? But apparently the Taylor Swift show is the biggest show in America. I just feel like it's probably some it's just probably just a matter of what you like and what you want. I think Michael Jackson was the last was the last artist where like everybody agreed that's the biggest show. Like it's no it's no question what are we talking about? Because I mean when I guess the numbers come back, just, I guess the thought is because I'm assuming they're doing the same amount of shows. You know what I'm saying? And if you know Beyonce got her mute challenge and people wear certain colors when they come through on the night celebrities at her show xyz so i mean i, I, I but the, but every part i listen to granted they are some of these are by white people are making it so like taylor swift's concert is the biggest concert ever I'm like are y'all not listening to beyonce's show i'm just that's just me what you think about that is yeah you i think you're 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 spot on yeah i i didn't know taylor swift was as popular didn't either until now. i mean and again and does, does that make us you know, like, do we have to read some extra books? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, so maybe, maybe I'm not. Yeah, I'm not paying attention. Yeah, that's that's it's because I very possible. Yeah, you, you brought does, up you brought up earlier that you don't you don't know any. Uh, you may know some Taylor Swift songs. I don't know any. I, you probably I know, know more than you think, because it was one came on the radio and Aiden was like, "Dad, what well, not was on radio? I forgot what it was on, but it was like, hey, Dad, can you put that on Chipmunk City?'" 
put on Chipmunk City, and it was like I didn't know I didn't know what the song was. I just Shazammed it, and it was a Taylor Swift song that was I can't front. It was kind of dope. I was like, okay, we'll add that to the list, and let me see, let me listen to the album. Let me see what's what's going on. So when we get back, I'll let you know how this album sounds. Yes, I might be a Swifty when you come back. Oh, when we boy. get back on the episode, man. You know, I'm like she's the best. Oh my Apparently, God. Bill Belichick is a big fan of Taylor man, Swift again. That's the title of the show, man. As my mother said, people just say anything nowadays, man. That's he ain't no dog on Swifty. That's, that's what they say. He went he to the no concert. Swifty, yeah, apparently he is. Man, stop it. It's just, just stop. That's it. his deal, man. Please, but I mean, she having a big effect on the NFL and the one Travis Kelsey. Hey, man, I hope they hope they're both having fun. You know what I'm saying? I hope they have, I hope both having a good time. Hope it works out for them. Her movie's gonna do crazy numbers. Uh, Travis didn't play that well tonight, but they still got to win. Hey, man, and gets to, he gets to be, he's forever remembered as one of Taylor Swift's boyfriends or dates. So, da- can't, yeah, yeah, can't beat that, man. By the way, uh, shout out to Ryan Reynolds and, and Hugh Jackman who were in the skybox with Taylor Swift tonight, but nobody said nothing about him. Nothing, they were like, Hi, hi, we're we're we're, we're celebrities too. That's probably the best thing they had in their life. They can do whatever they want to. They Deadpool and, and Wolverine were, were there and, and, and nobody and nobody cared. noticed. Nobody cared. Because that Deadpool, they they're in that they're in Deadpool three, apparently. And it's like nobody cared. Nobody <laughs> cared a bit. Like sorry, sorry. That's what you know. That's what he used to say about Michael Jordan. It was like, that's how you knew people were famous. Like when when Michael Jordan walked in, he was a celebrity everybody looked at. It said that happened to Kobe too. Yeah. When Kobe came to Rome, everybody was like trying to hang. With Kobe, like he was a celebrity trying to get uh, advice. Advice is trying to get next to and see for sure, man. Um, so as a couple more things, we'll get out of here, man. Shorter episode today. Uh, so uh, on Sun Saturday, I was with some of my parents, and we had the television on about this government uh, shutdown being okay. avoided. Right. Well, well, the stopgap package that they put out there, um, you know, to make sure that there is no shutdown. If the government aid doesn't shut down, because a lot of things would have been affected, like you know, government workers, some parks would have been closed. Um, you know, SNAP, that's like uh, government assistance for families, would have been uh, definitely cut out as well. And it's like all of this is wild because and my dad and I were having this discussion about you know congressmen and senators and House representative members, right? Just kind of the real power that they have, and just how you know it should it all all this whole shutdown stuff just comes to being a political stunt right it's really not about this is the best for the country they're trying to hold somebody's feet to the fire right and i guess that's that's the job but then they keep toying with these people's jobs right and toying with this government money when they and apparently this negotiation some of the stuff they negotiated on some months ago people were just trying to stunt for the cameras and it may have backfired but my dad and i were having a discussion because we look we were looking at President Biden looking at Donald Trump, looking at Mitch McConnell, you know, all these people are significantly older, right? And it's like they they just get it, they get they get uh drunk on power, drunk on power is the wrong word, but they get addicted to the power, I should say, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like I th- I mean, some some senators are probably more powerful than the president because they're empowered that long. They can influence presidents, right? They can make things, hold things, happen, shut down the government if they want to, all that. That kind of stuff. And it's like, you shouldn't have as much power this long, right? I know some people have tried to put push uh, you know, term limits on senators, but then they end up being a senator that's been in there for three terms and they don't want to get ousted either, man. It's just it's a sad cycle, man, because I feel like 
that's how things grow. You know, funny when we got Bible study something like Paul and Timothy, and just like how you have a leader or somebody that comes after you. And I feel what 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 happens is, you know, we have a poor succession planning in our government, right? It's not like because even in the government, like in business, a lot like like the movie business, right? A lot of this issue that we have with the strike is because there are no younger executives that can kind of take things to a different way, right? People like Bob Iger, he grows Disney, right? Buys Marvel, does all this cool stuff. Well, you know, ESPN's a cash cow. And then he retires just to come back and run it again. It's like, you're telling me there's nobody young to do this stuff? Like, there's, nobody, there's, nobody, there's nobody young as to run Hollywood. Nobody young to run the government, right? It has to be these other gentlemen. And now I'm in a predicament. I feel like Trump is going to be the nominee uh, the way the stuff is going, well, that's if he's not in jail. Um, we'll get back to that. The way the law doesn't say doesn't that's say anything wild. about being running for president and being in in prison. Now they thought of everything else to, to make us three fifths blacks, guns, all this stuff. Never said, "Hey, man, we should probably write a provision if you run for president, you should not be in jail." <laughs> never crossed their mind, huh? They never saw this day coming. It's like no, no, no. These black folks, it's three fifths for sure, for sure. But the gotta president have, had, gotta, gotta have that, man. gotta have that in there, dog. Okay, okay. He would, he would just be saying stuff. Is, um, but no, man. I'm glad the government shutdown is avoided. But again, just a political stunt. Because we talked about this last episode. We're going to keep mentioning it, mentioning it, mentioning it. How the well, election? Should, it, should be, it should be interesting uh, because it was a a group of about what twenty something. Uh, Republican congressmen that were holding up the the stopgap mm-hmm. uh, and trying to force the government into shutdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ended up, you know, at the at the last minute, last second, um, uh, getting defeated. But now they're talking about uh, uh, taking out McCarthy as the um, as the speaker, uh, the speaker of the House. Yeah, yeah, the speaker of the House. So that's that. It's 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 an interesting time in politics, no doubt about it. Well, and, and see, and, and they because because it's uh, that's the other side of the coin, right? You you don't want you just pushing out the older people, but however, there is some level of stability. Some young whippersnapper come in and start tearing the walls down. You're like, hey, bro, right. what's up with you, man? Because yeah, these, these Republicans wilding, man. It's uh, it's a wild. You know, I was, talk, I, mean, I, was, I, was I was talking to a person about the whole uh, age limit. Mm. and uh term limits um and they brought up the fact that maybe you don't want to see that because then you you may start getting some some really uh some of the crazies in there that could get in the office for you know a short period of time and really change things so yeah i don't don't know but see but then this thing with politics man it's like you, you hope people get voted in to do the job but it's really just like a game almost, right? It's like scaring the people into voting for you or the right, you know, that kind of thing. Like, I feel like President Obama, they tried their best to find, if they had, if he was cheating on Michelle, had a cocaine habit, you know what I'm saying, had illegitimate children, they'd have found that, right? So it's like, he was one of the few people who was very just like upstanding, you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't, ain't really, it's the most he did, what he say, he smoked weed and, and you know, he's, he came from a quote unquote broken home, right? That that's all they had on my man. But I, but it's it is a delicate balance because it, there should be some people should be trained for politics. Is because the thing is this: nobody lives forever, 
So even if there's no term limits, there has to be some preparation for people to be like, hey, okay, we need more people to be here in the office. This is how this runs. This is how this goes, right? Versus it's like, it's like you said, the quote unquote crazies come in. It's like, because here's here what I feel happens, right? There's a lot of resentment. If you think about why why so many companies fail and, and new ones that are just like that startup and it fail just like them, it's like because very rarely do people give advice or seek advice. Sometimes they seek advice and the person, the older person's like, don't want to give up the secrets because it's like, hey, hey, you might take my company from me. Like one thing I always admired about Andre Herrera, rest in peace, and Diddy was that like that was his, even though the label he started became a rival, he was a source of knowledge. Andre Herrera was for Diddy, right? And it's like Diddy thrived. And you saw later on in life, he had, when there was, there was a show, Andre Herrera was there in Diddy's place, right? Because they, it's like, I you taught me some stuff. I learned from you. So I'm hoping that in the government, there's a way we can figure out where there, there could be a youth movement is the wrong word, but if, you know, there's some continuation of stability, if you will, right? But again, just so, it's like now we're so stuck in this party mode. I was thinking about that. We're so stuck in a party mode that it's really like we can't even like really evaluate an issue, right? It, it, it's, it's purely Democrat versus Republican. It's not even like, is this a good issue or not? You know what I'm saying? Because so much is at stake, right? Even if, you know what I'm saying? Like if Trump is the nominee and then we get down to the wire, now like Biden has to run. Like he can't lose. You know what I'm saying? If it's DeSantis or Trump, what are we, what are we talking about? He can't lose this. But right. Biden's going to be 84. You know what I'm saying? That's wild. Yeah. That's crazy. That is wild. But it's like, yeah, we have no choice. Literally have no choice, man. You know what I'm saying? So the first primary election is in March, guys. So, you know, we we, we keep talking about it and we're going to keep talking about it. Make sure you read everything. Get back to CNN or Web News Outlet. As as always says, don't just watch what you like. Watch what the opponents say just so you can know what they're saying over that. It's a very bright of you, man. I always put that out there. So a couple more things we got here is you saw did you see that rain in New York? I did. I said heavy, heavy flooding. Yo, it's a heavy flow. So I feel like uh like New York truly, when you see a movie and it'd be like it's a disaster movie and they always show New York, I'd be thinking like New York's not that great. Why I gotta be every part of disaster? But the truth is every disaster no, happens, happens in New York. Yeah. Floods, rain. It's like I just, I've never seen anything like this in my life. Like everything hits New York. Like like I say, floods, Hurricanes. rains, earthquake, Darren, <laughs> <laughs> everything, man. You got it inside your every hurricane, terror, every terror, dude. Everything just destroys New York, and that's that used to be a city on my list that I love to move to. Not anymore, man. After I saw that flood, I was like, yeah, that's off the list, man. Oh, I never. It's, I never. it's just that. It's just that. I love New York, but it's like, how does everything happen? Everything happens in New York. That's why the rent's so high. I get it now. I get it. I get it. That's that's why the rent is so high. I would never want to live there. Never, because this stuff is insane, man. But yeah, that that people riding bikes. So yeah, I was watching this with my parents. Make sure the guy riding his bike in the water in the rain. (laughs) Almost like. So what? Where do you think he was going? How do how do you think this was gonna work out? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, your bike just stayed out. And I listened to a, to a podcast of first. It was a guy on the train, and he was like, "I'm trying to get my check." 
And it was like, but the subway was stopped. He said, like, I don't care. Y'all better get this train going. I was like, bro, listen, just I want you to understand something. They not about to move this train for a little check. Well, I'm gonna get off. Enjoy swimming for your check, fam, because it's all gonna be spent on either hospital bills or scuba gear. One or two. That's it. So you so you might as well just sit on the train because guess what? Thing ain't gonna you get don't get there, it's gonna be closed. So you might as well wait till this rain die down. Cause you ain't gonna be paying nothing for a few days. You ain't gonna hopefully you ain't gonna work no more. I'm trying to get your check, man. That's pretty <laughs> wild. So as one last thing, we're gonna get out of here for this uh edition of the Super Duper Pod again. As we said it before, there'll be no new episode next week. We'll be back the week thereafter. So, you know, it's October, first day of October. Number one, I always forget it's the first. I go to the grocery store as and it'd be like people all in the store. And I'm like, why is it so packed? It's the first. I do that's that's hey going so fresh, but I digress. That's that's a yeah, that's 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 the conversation for another day. But uh <laughs> so but but October, have you ever done like a sober October? You know, you know you've heard of that before, right? No. Yeah, so like uh, people do that during throughout the year, like for I'm currently doing like a little detox thing. I gave up a few items to eat just to kind of was wasn't feeling great. So decided to like cut a few things out of my diet. So sober October, where some people feel like you know, they've been drinking all year and just trying to give themselves a the time to detox. So um, sober October is when it's like they don't drink at all. And there's an article on CNN.com where a guy where a guy had a sober October, and he talked about he kept it up for a whole year. And some some things that he was thinking about was like, would he still be fun? Would he still would he still have fun? Would he still have friends if he wasn't working? And so, you know, he was talking about some things he kind of figured out while having a sober October. You know what I'm saying? He was like, you know, he had some disposable income. Just he wasn't even a big drinker, but decided to drink some more and noticed that, you know, he drank wine, cocktails, spirits, decided to take the edge off and lift his mood. And he was saying, made a point though, he was so in love with the idea of drinking that he didn't realize how much he used it to self-medicate through stressful situations. So it wasn't that it was the number of drinks that he put away, but the percentage of alcohol that was in his glass. So like he wouldn't, maybe he had two drinks, but it was that strong stuff, right? To kind of get his get his way out, get out of his own way. So the, the article still goes, to talks about people like, you know, he decided to abstain, tell some of his friends, People were surprised, but you know, but most people were mainly supportive. He talked about a friend who stopped drinking for over five years, man. And uh, the first couple of months, he said the first couple of months were difficult. But you know, after a while, people had just kind of over. Like even I know some people who, well, they they may smoke weed, but they stopped drinking completely, right? It just was like, I just don't want. I feel like they feel like they were less in control of what it is, right? And he talks about doing something like a sober October. The hardest part was navigating like birthday parties and weddings, right? Because yeah, that's that just synonymous. Up, yeah. yeah, synonymous with yeah. drinking, uh, you know. And then because he said it for this reason, not even necessarily at the habit of drinking, but he's like when he didn't know a lot of people on the guest list or people at these events, it's like drinking gave him the courage to face awkward social engagements. And so, you know, he found that he's just getting more comfortable. Like, that's my thing. I don't necessarily need to drink to get comfortable because I feel like after time, you just get comfortable. I know I'm different. I know I'm a different bird, but I just like, I know for me, I just get comfortable after a while. And so, you know, uh, even like on first dates, trying to explain why he doesn't have a drink in his hand, like felt some opposition 
to the other standpoints. But, you know, he started with a lot of some benefits to him doing the sober October was that he had a higher disposable income, which I'm sure, because I, I don't know about you, Ed, is you ever have dinner where you don't order drinks? You'd be like, do we eat? Because uh, this bill is very, very low. <laughs> uh, has a higher disposable income. So he's sleeping a lot better, more focused at work. Uh, he's gotten through birthdays, wedding dates, without a drop of alcohol, and did it for an entire an entire year. And so he said, the there's also the freedom of not thinking of not having to think about the next time I'll potentially embarrass myself by drinking, you know. And so he said, you know, sobriety hasn't solved his issues, uh, but it's like still shed some light on other work he needed to do with himself. So you can read this article more on CNN. I thought that was interesting because it is the first day of October. I know that's something that people do. And I know people that like, you know, they, when they ha like drink for fun, like in college, I never forget this. I didn't drink a lot. I didn't drink until I was 21. Like that's for real. I'm not even just saying that because I'm on the pie. That's just the truth. And I don't even, it wasn't like I, just because I was, I don't even know why. You never, you never got drunk at a frat party or? No, nah, no, nah, man. It was just like, I mean, she's got to college. I never forget that they had a fuzzy navel in the room. We just took a sip and it was like, yeah, I'm cool. And we just kind of kept it pushed. A fuzzy but, navel? Yeah. What the hell is it, that? It's like, it's, a, it's like your first, it, it's it's like, a, I don't know. I still don't know. I don't know what it was. Probably look it up. But uh, yeah, that's what they had in the room. Well, not in our room, but like in the in the, in the the uh, common area for, for oh. students to drink. It's like, yeah, I'm cool. This, this tastes like juice. No, like, they, I'll die. They like gave us E and J. No dag. chaser. Dag. Come on, young punks. It said enjoy it. But uh <laughs> but in college, I, but but people did drink a lot at Williams. Okay. And I, I remember once, uh, you know, it's kinda like a hope. They would tease tease me and she's all the time. They just like, Y'all need drink. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we didn't. We just was having a good time other ways. It's nothing wrong, so, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I say that now. Cause, well, I'll leave that alone. But um, we I remember there was a party. I walked by it. People, it was in this one dorm, and it was like, yeah, we got to hang out. But I I remember it was a tough time during the year. Like everybody had like finals or prepping for finals, and everybody was stressed. They had this party. They get there. I leave to go study. A couple two three hours later, I come back, pass the dorm again. Ambulance is out there. It's like what the heck happened. Found out pretty much most of the people in there had alcohol poisoning. And like we talked to people the next day, it was like, man, we just kept drinking. What were like, they we doing? Just, that's what I'm saying. They just <laughs> was like getting after it, man. It's like, you know, when people were saying you just didn't realize how much you were self-medicating, you know, how you were getting by stuff. Like, again, and this is not to tell people to not have a beverage or two. I'm sure, you know, if you are an adult and you are responsible, by all means, enjoy yourself. But I've, I've always been of the mind just you got to know why you're drinking. You know what I'm saying? I try to make a point to never drink when I'm sad. You know what I'm saying? Like if something bad happens to me, the last thing I do is get a drink. I'll go to the gym. You know, I, like, it's funny you say that. I always, have a sad drink. I always vowed to never drink alone. Mm. That's what Brooks said. Chris said that too. Yeah. Same thing. I'm, I'm the same yeah. way. I don't, I don't really drink by myself. Don't, don't drink alone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I, I definitely man. go by that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were first going back to college. I remember... A uh, group of us, we were the first to get a keg, mm. and uh, we started. We were transporting it throughout the parties in the in the complex. <laughs> and everybody loved us. Oh my god! 
Yeah, you guys are wild. And man, it it went a long way. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, you know, you get the you get the uh you get the full keg, man. That's a lot of beer. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just remember that like I remember feeling when especially in college, like, man, everybody's twisted. I am very sober. I, nothing else I could sleep if, if anything else. Because I could just see like that's a poor decision. You're about to make a poor decision. Definitely you don't see this girl's face because you would not be dancing with her. You got beer <laughs> goggles on, my guy. Uh, when I started drinking, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I think the point he made about not embarrassing yourself. I mean, I'm sure everybody's had a, who drinks has had a time where like you didn't eat enough. Mm-hmm. And you had one too many. And now it's like, wait, what did I say? I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to say it like that. I meant it, just not like that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I applaud that person. Anybody who's doing a sober October, because I think so, you know, as we get older and I, th- I think everybody should do the detox of some sort at least once a year because you never know like so i so I'm, i give up fried food uh bread and sugar for four weeks and like i can see a difference physically you know what i'm saying and I, and and what it also has shown me like i realized i was eating like candy if i was stressed right it's like if i was if i was you know it was a long day i just don't feel it's like let me get a piece of actually what i would do i we get a box of cocoa pebbles and yeah. smash them in the night because it was like, ah, this was a, this was a tough day. You know, it'd be great. Just a big bowl of sugar would be fantastic, essentially what I'm telling myself. And so once, so now with this detox, when I like want a piece of candy or like a bowl of cocoa pebbles, like, all right, what's going on? What you did? Like, you know, what I'm saying what you stressed about. So I try to it, it it forces me to think through it and be like, all right, dog, all right, you stressed about this, you know. Figure this other thing out. Eat, eat some peanut butter and on, on a cracker, and then call it a day, right? Yeah, so, so I know that. So I think I go ahead. Go, 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 go. Finish, finish. No, no. So I'm just saying, I was just, I applaud people for the detox. You know, it's just like with people fasting at church or something like that. It's like the whole point is like it, it takes that part away from me. So you got to think of the other things that like because this person talked about an article, the underlying things you never pay attention to just because you're already rolling, already moving. And, you know, I was just point I was making earlier, just, just how people need liquor to be in social situations, right? Because that drink is a commonality thing, right? It's, you have something in common with everybody else because like, well, what are you drinking? And this is what I drink, right? And, you, and some, for some people, having a couple of beverages just makes them feel calmer, right? Makes them feel it calms them down right and it's like they they sometimes they know their fine line or sometimes they become known as a person who drinks a lot and is a lot of it's quote unquote a lot of fun but never know how it is for that person when they got to get home what, what, what was the point you were gonna make i was i was gonna bring up uh you talked about you know uh preparing to drink yeah you know so at hampton i had a I took a health class mm. and the professor remember marion barry yeah the mayor of dc yeah, yeah. His ex-wife was the uh, was the professor. But did he get he didn't get burned up by cocaine? He just was he was he was as a cocaine user, right? Yeah, he got but he got busted on camera uh, using the cocaine. Using it, right, right. right. It was a sting, a sting against him. What was the other black mayor in D- in Detroit? Uh, Kwame uh, Kwame uh, Kwame Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Kilpatrick. Yeah, Kilpatrick. All right, continue. So uh, shout out to Brandon Johnson. 
So stay safe, my uh, boy. So so his <laughs> his ex wife, uh, was who's uh Professor Barry Effie Barry, because she passed away uh, some years ago. Really, really nice lady. But in our uh in our class, we were talking about um, you know, how the how the body uh absorbs alcohol and that sort of thing. Mm. And she actually taught us how to, how to 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 be safe drinking. She mm. said fried foods, eat fried foods before uh before you go out, you know. So fried chicken, mm. french fries, get that mm. in your stomach and then you know, you'll be all right. She was a lifesaver. Wow. For I that in college. I know I was doing something right all this time. <laughs> I knew I was a genius, you understand me? <laughs> we we said, I man, that makes sense. And yeah. I'm, I knew I was a genius. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Definitely, definitely uh helped out the uh the hangovers uh um uh, that happened through those, especially during the twenties, man. Yeah, those are rough. But you know, it's like a hangover now in your forties is almost like just take me to the doctor. Just take me to the doctor. I have, you know what, man? I haven't had a hangover in over ten years. Yeah. I, well, so it, what to that point, the times I felt like I've had it was like I'm I'm crazy is the wrong word but it's like i did not eat yeah. enough like that's that's to me if if i did not eat and you know sometimes you people just give you a drink 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 whatever it's like i know i can tell i'm gonna be out of there because and it's, and it's even when I, and once i eat something i'm completely fine right it's just once i know you know you, you know how it is you're meeting people out for drinks after work or early in the evening and it's not time to eat yet and you you go and go and say you know Three hours pass, you four drinks in, and now you're like, so guys, when I was six years old, I didn't think people liked me. Do you guys like me? Yeah, yeah, we love you, man. Jeez. So, <laughs> so that's it for the pod today. Thank you for checking us out. Again, no new episode next week. So if you're new to the pod, take the time to catch up on some on some past episodes. Make sure you check us out. Learn the lingo, learn how we get down. Um, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Super Duper Pod, S U P A D P A P O D, and online at hp53productions.com for our merch. As did I miss anything? No, I think you covered it. So, yeah, thanks again to everyone for listening. We do not take your listens lightly. Again, uh, make sure you take care of yourselves and each other. Hey, mama, this is the Super Duper Podcast. I